2: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW group void.
3: prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Caleb Downs, welcome to Ohio State. That's right. The Buckeyes go into the transfer portal, land the number one player in the transfer portal, the best freshman safety in the country last year, a freshman All-American, and Alabama's leading tackler. The Buckeyes are stockpiling this 2024 defense for what could be A massive run. There's the 40-year vet over there, Tim May. There's Andy Backstrom in the middle of your screen. I am Spencer Holbrook, but you already know that by now. And by now, if you're watching this, you already know Ohio State has landed Caleb Downs from the transfer portal Friday night. A transfer portal stunner,
4: Andy. I'm going to start with you.
3: How surprised were you uh, when this news was announced?
4: I think everyone was surprised, besides maybe a few people in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center that had confidence this would happen. This is a huge pickup for Ohio State. This would have been a huge pickup had he committed the first time around in the high school recruiting cycle. But this time they get him in the transfer portal. And what a win for Tim Walton, who is on the trail again and making a big round of applause for Ohio State. Because, look, you've got him bringing in Calvin Simpson Hunt, Jermaine Matthews, and then bringing in uh, Bryce West and Aaron Scott Jr., and then bringing in Davis Enigma in the transfer portal last year. And now in the transfer portal this year, you got him bringing in Caleb downs. And so those are all huge wins. Um, And you got to look at that and be like, okay, we're getting it done in the secondary right now on the recruiting trail. And Caleb downs is an immediate upgrade at safety. He's someone you're looking at the safety spots for like, they might need one more guy to step up in house. Well, now they got someone externally who can start right away. It's going to be up to Jim Knowles of where he wants Caleb downs. If you're asking me, I wouldn't move him off the strong safety spot. If you've got an all American player He wasn't just a freshman All-American, Spencer. He was a second-team AP All-American this season, and that's all players included, not just freshmen. This is someone that could immediately be an upgrade for your defense. He might even just be the best player on the defense automatically. He's that good. He's someone that could be a top 10, top 15 NFL draft pick in two years. And when you have a player like that, I feel like you build around that. If that means moving Lathan Ransom to free safety, I think he's capable of doing that. That means moving Sonny Styles down a linebacker or having him rotate at nickel with Jordan Hancock. This is the kind of player that you build around, and I think you maximize his skill set. He is so effective in the box. Tim? I
5: think you could see not a revival because they got into it a lot last year, but the 4-2-5, I mean, they've they've got three possibilities at the safety spots that are as good as anybody in the country. I'm talking about playing three different roles there. The uh, thing about Caleb Downs is this isn't some pie in the sky, man, hope this guy pans out, you know, kind of dude. Davis and Nick started, what, 10 games as a freshman at Ole Miss before he transferred to Ohio State, but he was still a little bit in some people's eyes. You know, he was going to stir the drink, you know, a little bit in that cornerback room. If, in fact, there is a cornerback room anymore, I think it's just a big – revival meeting of uh, defensive backs now. But, uh, but he was a guy that you thought had the possibilities. Caleb Downs, you know what he's all about. As the old saying goes, just turn on the video. And uh, where you can take a defense now from a big play standpoint or trying to force things is much more in the forefront, I think, uh, for Jim Knowles and Ryan Day in this Ohio State defense than it was even this time a year ago. You know, and I heard some people uh, were asking, not heard, saw where some people were asking, well, you know, uh, the uh, school years already started and all this kind of stuff. Well, I almost bumped into Davis and Nick Benoson as he was walking into the building last February on signing day. I think it was signing day when he had uh, come up from uh, Ole Miss. So that was in February. You can make you can make miracles happen academically for the for the people. Uh, who are worthy <laughs> and uh, that will be the case now. Uh, but uh, like I said, turn on the video. There's nothing you don't like about this guy. This guy seems to have great instincts to begin with. Number two, he seemed to play within that Alabama system extremely well. And number three, for a safety, the biggest thing is, yeah, he can make plays uh, from an interception standpoint, but he will, he will come up and hit you just like Lathan Ransom will, just like Sonny Stiles will. uh you know, just like Malik Hartford. So, uh, uh, yeah. wow, this room looks really stout right now, the safety room. The safety cubbyhole of the defensive secondary room.
3: No, it's a safety room. You could say that. And by Tommy. the way,
5: by the way, uh, just like uh, with Jesse Owens, you know, uh, you become a much better coach when you're coaching somebody like Jesse Owens or Caleb Downs, if you follow my drift there.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's the best freshman in America last year. He's the best defensive back on this roster. And I'm not afraid to say that I will be, I'll be okay saying that I watched him at Alabama all year. The thing that sticks out to me about Caleb Downs, he had freshman moments. Okay. We're, we're not going to sit up here and say he's Brian Dawkins. He's, he's not the greatest safety. You know, he's not Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed, but he had freshman moments. He was, you know, a lot of people like to talk about when he was run over by this, the South Florida uh, running back there at the beginning of the year. Uh, Yeah couple times Michigan got the best of him on on certain plays but here's the thing about Caleb Downs every time that he had a freshman moment he had a senior moment and he got up and he had a very nice play very quickly after that and look at the way that he was in the box stopping the run this is a guy who stops the run like like a linebacker from the safety spot he's so quick that he gets downhill um, I think uh, I heard multiple national experts call him the best Alabama safety since Minka Fitzpatrick, and people think Minka Fitzpatrick's the best pound-for-pound football player Nick Saban ever coached. So, like, that praise right there is enough to get you excited if you're Ohio State. One thing I wanted to, to bring up here early in the video and early in the show is uh, I, I got a, a quote from the, the Alabama on three guy, uh, Charlie Potter, He does a great job over at Bama Online, about who Caleb Downs is, and and he said – uh, you know, he was consistently praised by Nick Saban and his teammates for, for being mature beyond his years. He was a robot, but in a good way. The coaches trusted him, including returning punts in the second half of the season. And he answered the bell every time. He's a part returner. He's good in coverage. He's he's decent in coverage. He's going to get better in coverage. Um, and he has to get better in coverage. He's uh, an avid tackler. He loves He loves contact. He's not going to shy away from anything like that. And he can do real damage with the ball in his hand, Andy. There's not really a lot. That you could ask Caleb Downs that he wouldn't be able to do for Ohio State.
4: Yeah. And I talk about how I think he should be at strong safety, but the bottom line is he could play at any of the safety spots. And Jim Knowles wants his safeties to play at any of the safety spots. If you look at where they lined him up last year for Alabama 287 snaps at deep safety, 285 in the box, 268 in the slot, 28 on the corner, 21 on the defensive line. The bottom, yeah. Again, I said the bottom line, you can move him where you want. Uh, I do think he is most effective in the box closer to the action as a tackler as you guys just described about how quick he is getting to the ball and how he kind of has a nose for where the action is but I do think he has the talent and the skill set to be able to be moved around anywhere which is characteristic of the safeties in this 425 system for Jim Knowles and well the other thing I'll say I was mentioning before the show it's not unprecedented for Jim Knowles to make a move with one of his veteran safeties Ronnie Hickman was moved from what was the bullet in the previous defensive system to the adjuster free safety spot when Knowles came in uh, in 2022. So it, it's possible that, that they move Latham Ransom. It's also possible maybe they stick with Latham Ransom at strong safety and they say, hey, Caleb Downs, you can make it work at free safety. But I do think we can be very confident in saying those are the two they are going to be in those deep safety spots. Lathan Ransom and Caleb Downs. And then that brings up the question, guys. You know, what do they do with, with Sonny Styles? And I think that's a really interesting question to kind of look at because you, you definitely want someone of that caliber on the field, but you might need to get kind of creative with where to put them.
5: Tim? These guys, all three of these guys that you just named are uh, flexible in in the sense of where you can play them. And uh I think that's what you're gonna see more than anything else. I think you're going to you, you, Jim Knowles, you can have a quote free one minute and you can have a strong safety the next. I mean, you can flip these guys and, uh, and keep the other, basically, you know, disguise your defenses just by how those guys play. I mean, I think it's very interesting maturing moment for the Jim Knowles defense is what I think and from the standpoint of, of having all kinds of ways you can go, you know, uh, Spencer called uh, Caleb Downs an avid tackler, I think what stands out about him, too, he's, just an, avid, he's an avid angler. <laughs> he gets to the ball. And, uh, of course, my alarm's going off late. Uh, he gets to the ball. And uh, what I've seen on video, yeah, did he get trucked a couple of times? Yeah, absolutely. He was a freshman. But was he, was he there to get trucked? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, that's what I like about him. Um, you can't gush too much, I don't think, about this guy. Ohio State wanted him to begin with, right? I mean, uh, he should have been out there trucking uh, for Ohio State last year defensively. Didn't work out. Uh, Ohio State, uh, This. I guess we're going to talk about this probably in a minute, I would think we were, but uh, Ohio State has embraced this offseason like no other team, and I'm talking about in terms of bringing in people who can help you, people from credible programs. Kansas State, laugh if you want, Kansas State's a big-time credible program uh, now offensively. Look who they got. Uh, Alabama we know who Alabama was it'll be interesting to see who Alabama is after the big coaching change but you're getting basically two starters from Alabama from last year that played in the college football playoff Um, just right on down the line Ryan Day and his staff have helped themselves and Caleb Downs is a great example of that matter of fact he may be the ultimate example
3: he is the ultimate example too um I I prescribe to the theory and look at the NFL playoffs that are about to happen right now. The the quarterback is most important position on the field, and I fully understand that. And I think Will Howard is an upgraded quarterback. Um, You look at all the pieces that around him compared to the piece around Kyle McCourt. I think Will Howard is an upgraded quarterback. I think Quinchon Judkins is an incredible running back and and a great add for Ohio State. Seth McLaughlin may be the key that unlocks this entire offensive line because if you can get an established starter in there at center and get those snapping issues fixed, you can fix, you can fix the rest of the offensive line. He's seen a lot. He's been through those battles, nothing that they've done this off season, including hiring Bill O'Brien compares to what they just did landing Caleb Downs because, and I want to get your take on this, because in my opinion, this unlocks multiple new layers of where Jim Knowles can take this. If he chooses to keep Caleb Downs, at strong safety, and move Latham Ransom into free safety. You can formation match and flip those guys however you want, and no one will ever know where your safeties are because they do one of the same things, but they also have some unique skill sets. If that happens, Sonny Styles automatically goes down into the box, whether that be at nickel in formations or just as a linebacker, and you get a three-man rotation, take some of that weight off of of C.J. Hicks as he goes into his first year as a starter. If that happens, CJ can play a little bit more down on near the line of scrimmage because Sonny can play linebacker. And if that happens, you have flexibility to do whatever you want with Arbel Reese. I think this is the kind of move, the chess piece, that Jim Knowles needed to get the personnel and the talent level, the personnel to match the kind of defense he wants to run at, wanted to run Oklahoma State, and the talent level to run it effectively at Ohio State. And if you put those two things together, finally in year three of his defense, I don't know who's scoring on this team. And I don't mean to be, like, hyperbolic or to stand here with the microphone for five minutes while you guys just stare at me. But, like, I go through this schedule, and I truly find it very hard to find a team that is going to score on this defense, maybe Oregon. And, like, that sounds crazy on January 20th. And I told people that I wasn't going to go into this off season saying this team should win a national championship. Like we do every year, Tim, but like.
5: No, I think what we say is is that this team can win a national championship. You know, there are a lot of stumbling blocks between here and getting, I mean, I agree. I mean, I thought last year this team had the wherewithal that the offensive line came around to win a national championship. Uh, Still believe that. I still believe, you know, there were certain things that happened in certain games, but, but like you're getting to, Spence, this is as solid a team from from number one to number twenty-two starter possible starters that I think I'm talking about in 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 a, as a group that we've covered in the Ryan Day era. I think you agree with that, don't you? Maybe, maybe 2019, maybe. But uh, th- th- this this group, wow! Every piece they've added matches what where they want to go. If you follow my drift with their offense. And with their defense, more depth at running back, a guy that can run over you and a guy that you give him a step can run through you and past you. I'm talking about Judkins and Travion Henderson. And of course, Dallin Hayden, you know, the guy we keep forgetting. And then defensively, you know, Lathan Ransom, it's not just that he's going to come back and how good he was before he got hurt last year. He's going to take another step from a mental standpoint in this defense. That's crazy to think about. Same with Sonny Styles, you know, the real flexible guy in this whole thing it's legit to say that this guy you can you without changing personnel you can go from a four two five to a four three four in the snap of a finger uh that you know that, that that's not hyperbole just look at where you think sunny styles is going to be from a physical development uh situation coming out of the uh, offseason and the spring football it's kind of crazy the pieces because all the other pieces have come back you know uh Ty Hamilton, you know, yeah, we could talk about uh, 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 all these other guys, but Ty Ty Hamilton uh, next to Leek Williams, uh, and then you bring back the two bookend defensive ends, it's crazy where this defense can go from a starter standpoint. They still got to bring some guys along in the backup roles. But, uh, I mean, I don't think it's hyperbole at all to talk about this team of of saying what this team's goal should be because it's legit.
4: Eddie? I think we need to touch on the NIL aspect of this all because there's certainly an NIL aspect to bringing in Caleb Downs. And I think that this has been momentum building for Ohio State with the collectives that they have, the foundation, Cohesion Foundation, 1870 Society, all of these collectives seem to be ponying up and, and helping Ohio State get this done from a roster standpoint, which is so key at this point in college football. It's also interesting with the timing of an incoming AD and in Ross Bjork, who's, known for his fundraising success, known for his NIL success at Texas A&M. And this is a situation he's entering. It's already on the up. It's already building momentum. And getting Caleb Downs is a huge sign of that. But also retaining 11 players who could have gone to the NFL draft and made an impact somewhere on an NFL team is also part of the equation with the NIL part of this thing. So there's a lot happening right now for Ohio State in the NIL space that has to be extremely encouraging. Ohio State fans. Uh, of course, fans can be part of that. Donors, alumni, they're all part of that equation, which I think can be an exciting thing for the fan base in itself to play a role in this process. But that is something that can't go unnoticed right now. Georgia had everything in this equation lined up on its side. First of all, Caleb Downs is from Georgia. Second of all, the Georgia coaching staff is littered with defensive back expertise. Kirby Smart, Played defensive back, coached defensive backs early in his career. You have Will Muschamp, who's a defensive analyst now for Georgia. Played defensive back, coached defensive backs early in his career. And then Alabama's cornerbacks coach, secondary coach, comes over to Georgia after Nick Saban retires and is now the co-DC and safeties coach for Georgia. So Caleb Downs not only could have returned close to home, but he could also have played for a familiar face at Georgia. I'm just setting the table for if people don't know all the context that was on Georgia's side to get this done. Ohio State still, you have to imagine NIL played a big role in that. But so did the roster that Ohio State's building, which is also partly because of NIL. So I think that's just a huge part of this that we need to touch on because this was a a dragon slaying win in the NIL space, in the recruiting space, transfer uh, transfer portal space, all of it for Ohio State.
3: Yeah, I I think it's important, Andy. And, you know, uh, the Michigan National Championship obviously woke a lot of people up. Um, And there have always been businesses that have been okay with giving Ohio State players some money. You know, you look at um, just to name one, you know, Riker has given, you know, cars and stuff to Ohio State players through NIL deals. That's great. But a lot of the the donations that I've seen recently – have been small-money people, no offense, we are considered small-money people, the the blue-collar and even the white-collar workers of Ohio who tweet the foundation and the 1870 Society their donation and scribble out the little number. I know you're not giving $10,000. You're giving 20s and 10s and 50s and 100. That stuff adds up. And for so long, Ohio State fans were <laughs> We're convinced that their $20 wouldn't make a difference. Their $50 wouldn't make a difference. Well, we're sitting here recording a video one year from the national championship game. The national championship game is January 20th, 2025. And I will give credit to Ohio state fans who have stepped up. And like, I don't like that in college football right now, you have to ask nine to fivers to pay these athletes in order to get them to stay at your school but if that's the model, Ohio State is crushing the model. And we talked for a while about how, you know, Ohio State was behind in NIL, but when everything kind of starts to level out, Ohio State would be in a better place than most than most schools. Because Ohio State was doing it the way that they saw that it was going, not the way that it was constructed in that time. Like Texas A&M was taking advantage of it when it was happening in that time. Now, Oh, it, it's starting to level out, and Ohio State is still doing the same thing on NAL, but just doing it at a higher level. And you're seeing it rise to the top. It's incredible to watch. And I think you're right, Andy. Caleb Downs is a great example of this. You know, both collectives, the Foundation and the 1870 Society, were celebrating on on social media on Friday evening. Like that's not by accident. They they want you to know that your dollars that you're giving them are going to the places that you want them to go. They're going to the safety room. They're going to the offensive line room with Seth McLaughlin. They're going to the quarterback position. They're going to Quinshot Judkins. They're going to Emeka Ibuka to keep him around, and Travion Henderson, and, and JT Tuumoloa, and Jack Sawyer, and, right, and as Tim May likes to say, right on down the line. I mean, like, this is something that, like, it's working. And so Caleb Downs is the latest example of that, Tim. Let me
5: – this sounds trite, but Buckeye Nation is a real thing. I mean, yeah, Buckeye Nation has more – more population than any other college football nation or college nation out there, just from living, breathing alumni who really give a damn, you know, and uh, sometimes uh, it takes a while to get a glacier moving, but boy, when it starts moving, you know, that's where icebergs come from. (laughs) And uh, that's what you're seeing right now, man. I mean, you're seeing uh, uh, everything come to fruition is, you know, instead of, everybody griping about uh, a third down call or a fourth down call or a fourth down uh, uh, slip by a defensive back or whatever. Everybody understands the possibilities now, and more and more people are jumping on board. You know, the thing, I've, as, I've, as I've said, then at Texas AM, when you pass the plate, uh, as I call it, you know as the, old, as the old saying goes, in the Southern Baptist Church, uh, at the end when you pass the plate for donations, um, you know they've got like maybe twenty guys down there, and they can come up with a heck of a, heck of a, uh, a bag of uh, whatever you want to call it, wherewithal. Let's call it that. Heck of a bag of wherewithal. Uh, with Ohio State, you can pass a plate, and you could have five hundred people, maybe giving half of what those uh, uh those twenty or one hundred were giving at Texas A and M. But they can come up with the exact same bag, and that's not saying Ohio State doesn't have big time alums who could dip into their pockets. Just like Texas A&M and some of these other Southern schools do, but when you get all those people, and I'm gonna mix my analogies here, when you get all those people rowing the boat, I'm talking about Buckeye Nation in the same direction, it is stunning, not only the power that's involved, but the speed of which that boat can move, and you're seeing it right in front of your eyes right now, and uh, you got to play in the NIL, uh, in the NIL realm. To compete now and everybody gets it or most people get it maybe a few fuddy duddies want to go back to the 70s it's not going back there this boat is moving right down this canal you know headed to wherever we're headed who knows where it is but this boat's uh, rowing with anybody uh in my opinion uh in the nation and i think it's profound uh the difference between now and two years ago with the way ohio state is playing in the nil space or having that wherewithal to uh attract players. And the proof uh, right now is just on the roster. (laughs) Andy, closing thought.
4: I just think it's very poetic that, you know, you're bringing in a couple of Alabama players, maybe a couple more, who knows. Uh, And Alabama just lost to Michigan in the college football playoff and Ohio state's lost three straight games to Michigan. And there's certainly a chip on the shoulder of every Ohio state player. And there's certainly a chip on the shoulder of the Alabama players coming in to join Ohio state now. And I think that that's, you know, you talk about culture fit, well, they all can share the hatred of the the team up north, as they call it. And, and now, you know, I think that fits in really well to what this Ohio State team is trying to do, not only beat Michigan, but win a Big Ten title, win a national title. And you're, you're kind of setting the table here for, you know, you guys said it, maybe the most talented roster, certainly since 2019. And, and maybe yet to go further than that to figure out, okay, when's the last time they've had this many pieces, the defense is is going to be a lead. I think we can all be confident in saying that, barring any ridiculous amount of injuries. And now this softens kind of the pressure on on the offense. The offense is still going to have to deliver. The offensive line is still going to have to deliver. But When you have a defense like this, I mean, this is – the way we talked about the defense in 2023, it was this defense is going to show up on the road. It's going to show up at home. It's going to show up in a neutral site, and it did all season. And now it's going to be up to the offense to kind of match pace, but you have to just be really excited because at the beginning of this month, it was all Ohio state is, is downward trending the cotton bowl. What was that? You know, their lowest AP poll ranking in years. And now what three weeks later, the tenor has completely changed and people are seeing Ohio state as a national title contender. Again, maybe the national title favorite, And all of these things have happened. So it just reminds you, you know, as Tim has said this month, they're winning the month of January and how quickly things can change in college football. Hey, January's Uh, not over.
3: (laughs) No, no, it is not. Uh, Really quickly, very quickly. I want one word, one word from each of you, and I'm going to give one word as well before I close this out here. Uh, Tim May, yes or no, is Ohio State the preseason number one?
5: Yes. That was hard for me to do. Andy?
4: Yes. Now. Yes. Yeah, I think so.
5: If you're paying attention, say, how could they not be? Um, I'm talking about a talent on hand and the talent that's returning. Uh, and they've added, how could they not be? That's more than a yes. I'm sorry.
3: I'm going to say no and play devil's advocate there. I think it's going to still be Georgia, but uh, because they have the quarterback back and defense back. But – We're going to break that all down here very soon as we get into roster uh, previews, as we get into spring ball previews. Wait wait a
5: minute. I felt set up there. Didn't you, Andy? (laughs) Didn't you feel set up? Uh, I just said yes because I'm telling you, fellas, I've been covering this team for, it's going on 41 years. And uh, I've never seen, this is a phenomenon right now uh, of what's gone on. Like Andy pointed out in the last three weeks, it's a phenomenon. And uh, you don't, I hope Ohio State fans are taking a snapshot of this every day because in this modern era with the lure of the National Football League, with the lure of other programs around the country when things don't go exactly your way. And uh, Ohio State, this is not I would not uh, I would not call Ohio State a uh, a uh, skydiving team because nobody wants to bail out. They're all jumping on the plane. Uh, I'm talking about the people that truly matter or jumping on the plane, or jumping back into the plane. Uh, so, it's more like a passenger plane. They think they're headed somewhere. Uh, my analogies are just rolling around in my head right now, like a like a pool table that just had uh, the big break. But I did feel set up there a little bit by by uh, Spencer. But he, he is right. Uh, this is a team that now has to go prove itself, right? I think that's what you're talking about, too, Spencer. I mean, when you got your starting quarterback back, And the essence of uh, the way Georgia has has recruited over the last several years, Uh, yeah, you would have to say Georgia would probably be number one. But Alabama, I mean, Ohio State's got to be a close side. I'm already calling them Alabama or Ole Miss now with all these guys from the Southeastern Conference. As as the old saying goes, you know, Greg Sankey said, one of these things is not like the other. Well, when you look at Ohio State in the Big Ten, the new 18-team Big Ten, Ohio State is not like almost any other team. The closest would be Oregon. I think you all agree with that, right, from a roster standpoint uh, of, of for 2024. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would vote Ohio State number one right now based on who they've – not just that they've added people, but who they've added and how vital those people can play a role in making this team different from even the way it was a year ago.
3: Yeah, Tim, we were going to do a whole video on it, but I think we'll just cut that out and and post it on there because you just gave the whole – Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, we might as well not even record another video of the entire offseason. Ohio State number one to start the country there. You heard it, folks, from Tim May, the 40-year veteran himself. Uh, We're going to have full coverage at lettermanroad.com. We never stop. You guys know that. Andy Baxter in the middle of your screen. Tim May on the other side of that screen. Spencer Holbrook right here. Uh, Matt Parker and Alex Collightman on the recruiting side. We've got plenty more coming, a lot coming at lettermanroad.com. a lot to be excited about. You can come over to lettermanrow.com, join the party, join the fun, uh, bask in the glory of Caleb down's committing to Ohio state in the letterman lounge message board. And you can do that all for just $1 for your first month. You'll be so hooked by the end of the first month. You won't care how much you have to pay. Uh, Tim May's coverage, Andy Backstrom's coverage, Alex Gleidman's coverage, Matt Parker's coverage, and mine, Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the latest rapid reaction as C- Caleb Downs commits to Ohio State, a massive development for the 2024 and 2025 But guys, We'll see you guys over at Lettermanro.com to break it all down.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset. Or a one seed—it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's gonna win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com/on3
1: and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to two five three three four two. 42 in Arizona 1-8- 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit KS Gambling Help.
5: plus